0: Hey, do you like making podcasts? Of course you do. Because people like us do things like this. So, here I am again, your host Neil Humphrey, and for a change, I've got another voice with me. Um, I'm joined today by my friend Chris Huskins. He's a bit of a podcasting pro, aren't you Chris
1: uh you could say that.
0: <laughs> yeah i could say that i will say that i'm just going to grand <laughs> big you up a little bit um chris chris is a as i said he's he's made a business from from podcasts he is the brains behind the pod tips pro community it's a 2000 strong community of global podcasters on facebook and he's also recently launched um pod tips pro a membership site so it's fair to say he knows quite a bit about post- podcasting. um. So welcome to People Like Us Do Things Like This
1: podcast, Chris. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, and I've been doing podcasting for too many years now, um, and before that came from commercial radio presenting, so I did sort of seven, eight, <laughs> as many years. Um, in many, many years. I, I can't remember, uh, doing commercial radio presenting, so, and I... Dare I say it? Because I've got a lot of friends in the radio industry. Still, I fell out of love with radio, but fell in love with podcasting. So I started doing that four, or five years it's ago. It's almost
0: like podcasting killed the radio star.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe the bugles should come back. And uh, was the it the bugles? <laughs> the bugles should be spelt differently. If it's maybe, the bugles, yeah, it's the bugles.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe where you come from, maybe where you might from. be down
1: here. Very posh,
0: <laughs> yeah. very, very posh down there. So. <clears throat> So i I've called this the episode people like us make podcasts because um like you i've been I've been making podcasts for a while and I really enjoy it and did I think this is now the the fourth podcast that i've done um you've you've obviously done many podcasts not just for yourself but you've you've done them commercially for other people yeah um would it be fair to say there's been a real renaissance in podcasting as a as a as an activity
1: yeah it seems to have i mean I've been doing this professionally now for four years and part of that has been making podcasts for customers and clients and businesses all over the world but a lot of it came from doing some local networking or UK networking all over as well and about three years ago when I sort of first started getting out there the response to I have a podcasting company was what's a podcast? (laughs) casting? (laughs) uh and uh yeah so that was sort of like one in a room of sort of 20 people would know and listen now in the last sort of year it's become so much easier (laughs) because at least one in sort of four people five people when you go into a room especially if people like us uh, go yeah i listen to whatever i listen to this i listen to that and so it's become massive Mm. and there are are things happening even this year that that are making that much better if you look at um dare I say it, the Justice League film that came out. Um, more of a Marvel fan, but I watched that film, and the first thing that happens in it is that someone's got their phone in Superman's face, a kid, and he goes, oh, it's for my podcast, it's from my podcast. And you're like, oh, okay. And just before I saw that movie, in fact, an advert from, I think it was like HP or something, showed a lady who had an apartment who was a blogger and podcaster. And so it was an advert on the big screen as well. And so there are things happening all over the place that suddenly this word of podcast that not everyone knew what it was is is everywhere and it's mainstream or it's becoming mainstream anyway
0: yeah i think it, it it happens that way because i've noticed a lot the the become a bit of a tangent here but the the high street uh has changed dramatically and where about where it was once it just seemed to be um estate agents or or pound shops now it's all vape shops and i remember the yeah. first time i first time i came across someone selling e-cigarettes i remember it it was outside Liverpool Street Station. Um, must be like 10, 15 years ago plus. Um, and it was all kind. Of, it looked like a normal cigarette, but it was not. It looked like one of those kind of comedy yeah. fake cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. And people were going, why well, would I want to smoke an electronic cigarette? But now it's mm. absolutely mainstream, and there's a massive, massive business to be made from it. Um, yeah. And I guess with, with podcasting, that transition from commercial radio to then who was it it's like adam adam curry the american, yep. american kind yeah, of yeah yeah i mean he <clears throat> excuse me i remember way back i was brought up in holland um way back when i was a child adam curry used to present the dutch equivalent of um top of the pops on Amer- oh, wow. on, dutch, okay. on dutch tv and then he yeah. moved to america to be a kind of like a v, vj i think mm. and then but he kind of he's he's kind of credited as being one of the people behind bringing the kind of podcasting to the to the mainstream isn't
1: he yeah absolutely i mean there's some big names behind it now that have been going for so long just go back to the the high street analogy though is that i've seen you using a, a blue yeti mic there i've now that i've seen them in the curries on the high street and they actually got Blue Yeti microphones in curries, whereas before it wouldn't have, you wouldn't have dreamed of getting. I mean, you probably got what they would have called karaoke mics <laughs> a couple of years ago. And it was a tenor, and you, you used them drunk on a Saturday evening. But now they have Blue Yeti microphones and it says podcasting microphone underneath. Yeah. And you wouldn't have imagined that would be on the high street. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, there are some massive names. I mean, the one that comes up for me is Mark Maron. Um, absolutely huge sort of like five, maybe 600 episodes in now. Um, It's been turned into a hit Netflix show. And the Netflix show is is very similar to what people are seeing on the screens. If they're watching the video of this or I'm seeing a view there, it's just him in his garage on his microphone. Um, And then that escalated to having President Obama on the show in his garage when he was, when he was just on a podcast and, and whilst Obama was actually president as well. So yeah, people like Adam Curry, Mark Maron, they, which you say they're fathers of it, but they've um, been, and it covers sort of something that everyone's talking about is that consistency. They've been doing it now for five hundred, six hundred plus episodes, and that's not a daily podcast where it gets quite quick to get to that. That's a a weekly or monthly show. So they've been doing it for for absolute years.
0: Yeah, because I think that that's that's the thing. It, it takes a while for it to. Yeah. get to people's attention because I think that, that there's, a, there's a couple of things at play one is if you've got an audience um who are who are ready and willing and, and kind of like hanging on your every word if you announce you've got a podcast then boom you've got a massive audience um yes. <clears throat> oh is it one of the few kind of music stars that I follow is is George Ezra and he he launched a podcast quite recently and then all of a sudden he's got like massive listener audience and high profile yeah. and I think that's the thing that happens is you've got this situation and I'd like to have a kind of kind of get your thoughts on this it's do if you've got a massive audience already then to be honest whatever you do is going to going to work yeah um but at the same time a lot of people think do I build a podcast or do I launch a podcast to build an audience or do I need to grow an audience before I launch a podcast What's your
1: thoughts on that? Um, I'm going to be really on the fence here and say both, but it, it is both. I think you're completely right. There are a lot of, and it gives a false image in that a lot of celebrities or B or C class celebrities go, I'm going to start a podcast. And it it's really, really popular. And they're looking at hundreds of thousands of listeners rather than hundreds of listeners. Um, and that's it's good. It's good for the profile of podcasting, but it gives this false sort of idea that, that everybody's going to do that if they start a podcast. And you have to remember those people, they already had that audience and you're right. Whatever they do would have been, would have been popular, I suppose. Mm. Um, but a podcast can grow an audience in itself. The, the big thing, the big caveat to that is, don't expect to get those numbers straight away. However, with that consistency, with turning up every single week or month or however frequently you do it, it will grow an audience. And it grows that audience because you can't really be fake on these things. Mm. It's, it's in, I mean, impressionists take years to learn a good impression. Radio presenters take years to fake that passion for... Little Mix's latest diet or whatever we used to talk about on the radio that you don't really care <laughs> about the next day. It takes years to learn to be able to fake that passion. Whereas a podcast, it you, I don't really think that you can, especially when you're first starting out. So it's completely you. And so people see that side of you. They see something they trust. And, and obviously people are going to like you or not like you. But people will like you for just being you. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I think there was an interview with Russell Brand on the Joe Rogan show. Um, and, you know, Russell Brand, for people that don't in the US or anything, that's it's this big flamboyant guy and he uses very long words and his arms are flailing all the time. And he's he's a character almost. Um and whereas where he's on the Joe Rogan podcast, it lasted like an hour and a half and he couldn't keep it up. And it got very real. And there were conversations where he wasn't using big flamboyant words and very witty comebacks. And you've got a bit of the nitty gritty side of him. And I think that um, rumors have it uh, Russell Brand's people ask for some of those parts to be removed. And, and Joe Rogan said no. But um, it's a, just a proof that you have to be you, and I think that's what embraces people. I think that's what people love about listening to podcasts, and therefore, it will help you build an audience.
0: Because hmm. if, if I mean, that's you your objective, something, yeah, because you do need to have some kind of, you need to have subs sub, 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 also ability to speak. That's the other thing. You do need <laughs> uh, yeah. to have some substance behind yeah. what you're saying. You're right, and I think that for me, it's quite a long, a long kind of time to realise that because i my my first one was uh, like a an interview style um podcast where the the focus of the the episodes were, were the individual and their story yeah. and it was all very much entrepreneurial style um or entrepreneurial stories and it was gay. it was geared towards uk based small business owners and kind of getting the inspiration from other people's stories but mm. you know it was slightly Slightly self-serving because what I wanted to do was invite people onto the podcast who had a profile, so that yeah. by by getting them on the podcast, it would be shared with their audience. And and actually now, to be honest, I don't really, I'm not really that bothered about um, massive audiences. But it was just the whole idea behind attracting people who would be interested in the same sort of stuff yeah. and. It does take a bit of time, doesn't it? And I think that's the thing is, but people people see these high profile celebs and they see these overnight successes, but either they don't, <clears throat> either they don't see the hours and years that they've put in previously, yeah, or there's that kind of everybody loves that underdog rags to riches story, and there are some that do kind of start and then take off instantly. I mean, my my yeah. favorite example is Love and More Loathing. Gary Vaynerchuk started Wine Library TV on YouTube years ago, and literally nobody saw the first fifty to a hundred episodes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, now, I mean, the thing is, I think, and the other thing as well is that people mistake that Vay- Vaynerchuk is very much a media entity. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a media producer, and and I think you you probably would be interesting to kind of hear what you had to think about this whole thing with that you can podcast as part of your business as a marketing tool as a as a channel for promoting your business sort of not necessarily kind of overtly but just to kind of keep people keep you top of mind yes as opposed to media companies where their main reason for being is to churn out content so yeah let's let's talk a little bit of kind of the whole kind of the role of podcasting within that whole kind of content marketing thing if people people aren't familiar with content marketing it's just basically it's about creating stuff content yeah. for your audience rather than mm. advertising so, so where, yeah. where, where do you where do you see it sitting
1: in that yeah uh, um well it is well within content marketing it's worth mentioning not everyone not everyone wants that from podcasting yeah. a lot of people just want to do it and they do it as a hobby they do it as a way of connecting with people i mean i'm teaching a course at the moment whereas we look at validating your podcast idea so we'll go the, the course takes you through sort of coming up with the ideas scoring them based on what you want it to do and then validating it which is a step that i think a lot of people fall down on as marketers we're trying to validate everything whereas a lot of people validate it but what i do say as a caveat to that is you might not need to validate it if you're just doing a podcast to tell to give your family across the world updates on little jimmy's first tooth or something then then you won't need to validate it um you might need to check that they care about little jimmy or that they can use an <laughs> mp3 but um but you you don't necessarily need to do that so it's worth mentioning that side of it um but if you are looking at having an objective with it and and we mentioned earlier about my post and looking for people's whys for doing it. I think everyone has a why, when they're doing it and and whether that's to, and I think a lot of people reply to my message saying I don't I just do it and it's like well you probably do so do people laugh at your episodes yeah okay so one of your whys is you're cheering people up on their commute to miserable work after well as the time we're recording this England going out of the world cup but um or it, it could be anything it could be that you are helping someone with a with a business but it also could be that you have whys for yourself yeah you have that this is part of a content marketing strategy this is part of something and and to to sort of elaborate on on content marketing the way that i like to think of it and a lot of people don't but it's adding loads of value to your customers before they take action
0: mm-hmm.
1: on on the action that you want to take so if you're podcasting to to grow your business or to sell a book or anything like that your podcast can't be a 10 minute advert for your business or a 15 minute advert for your book. One, no one's going to physically choose to listen to it. If you think about the radio, the, The fact that we have one, two, three, four, and five presets in our cars when we're driving makes it really easy when those adverts to go on. You go, nope, next one, nope, next one. Unless, of course, you've tuned into five
0: commercial stations and they're all playing adverts just before the news. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only caveat, Yes,
1: exactly right. Well, it's interesting, actually, because even that model sort of cottoned onto it and I've been working I worked consulting a couple of radio stations before I got into podcasting and they were doing little things like having the news at ten past the hour rather than on the hour. Mm-hmm. They'd try and find and make sure that their ad breaks were on different times so yeah. that whenever anyone switched over from an ad or that they didn't want to listen to the news, they had one of the top chart hits playing. Mm. And so it's those it was quite interesting to see that even they were sort of cutting onto that. Yeah. So we've, um, um,
0: we've just we've been looking at this kind of like a business approach um and you talked mm-hmm. about people who just want to sort of do it as a hobby yeah i think that it's it's especially when you work for yourself it's very easy to see everything as a business opportunity or that focus but it's such a fantastic platform for people just to share something that they're passionate about and put it out in the world and be picked up by other people who share that passion
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, a good example it isn't a podcast directly, but the Pod Tips Facebook group that have grown over the last year, there wasn't actually at the time of doing that any real commercial agenda behind it. Mm. I mean, the, what I was doing at the time was making podcasts for sort of mid level clients. So it wasn't that I ever wanted to get in the game of helping anyone with their podcasting. So when we opened that, uh, I think it was November last year. Um, it was purely just to talk to people about podcasting and help each other out and just have a chat really and I think that when we as podcasters we're either in a cupboard or a spare room or we've got a duvet over our head in a hotel room or whatever it is that you're where you're recording it's a very solitary task Mm. and so I created that just to have a load of people to chat with so I didn't feel as lonely and they didn't feel as lonely (laughs) and that's podcasting does very much the same um and it's it's a brilliant platform for just reaching a load of people uh, the same as you that are passionate about and that's why it's mad there's so many podcasts on on iTunes or wherever you get them because there's a podcast probably about everything yeah I mean one of the ones that won an award last year at Podcast Movement has won an award was um I think it was uh, there was the the global knitting podcast. Um, and there was a Gaelic music podcast as well. <laughs> they both won awards. But they're very specific niches. Was um, they, they win but... the award for the most specific niche. <laughs> <laughs> the Knitting Podcast won the overall award. Yeah, wow. The podcast, top podcast award. Um, and if you, if you think about it, it does kind of make sense because you sit there on your own doing something knitting, with no kn- kn- knitting. <laughs> well exactly well that's what I mean whilst you are knitting well it's the perfect time to be listening to something yeah I mean uh, I know my nan can knit not even looking at uh, her hands now but if I did it and I was watching telly I think I'd stab myself several times yeah so listening to a podcast is spot on
0: absolutely I think that that's a really good point that differentiates podcasting from other kind of media is like Video, obviously, anybody, its quite these people who have a vested interest in video and marketing and video production will always say how much of, they'll kind of quote these fatuous stats about videos uploaded and videos viewed on YouTube. But, you know, you have to be fully connected. You have to, when you're watching a video with podcasting, you can listen whilst you're walking the dog, whilst you're driving, um, whilst you're lying in bed doing nothing in particular, maybe just doing something else. (laughs) with your hands not in bed but uh, (laughs) just doing something else i think that's the point you can do stop there (laughs) it's like you could do it whilst you're doing something else and i think that's what gives it the um the the power if you like to to kind of fit into people's lives and you said that thing about if people are laughing uh it's terrible i i found myself listening back to my own podcast and chuckling to myself at the things that have made me <laughs> laugh so that's if all right, nothing else says
1: i'm the only one that laughs at my own
0: jokes yeah, there anyway we go. so i'm on the exactly. same page so uh... it's like i've got one listener and most of those that that's me basically um talk <laughs> actually that's a really good point it's like you mentioned about uh, um on the on the itunes platform um it, it, for a long time it was basically you accessed your podcasts through iTunes or, and yeah. the, the holy grail was to get your podcast onto iTunes to get it accepted and then to get it into the new and noteworthy ranking mm-hmm. and then um, it's the, the equivalent the kind of podcast equivalent of as you say validation and, and kind of like Amazon bestseller status it's yeah. like look at me new and noteworthy or top five but there's so many more platforms now out there aren't there
1: yeah yeah, loads. Um, and they're only getting more, more and more mainstream, if you like. I mean, the end of last year, we saw Spotify open their doors to that before they were accepting podcasts, but only from selected individuals. Um, then they opened the gates to loads with sort of providers. And so Spotify is a, is a big platform now. I mean, by January of this year, they would taken five percent of the listening figures. So if you look at the beginning of the year, it was 80 percent Apple. So iTunes mm-hmm. obviously released Apple Podcasts, and so it was between iTunes and Apple Podcasts that was eighty percent. Then everything else, on average, was like two, one, half a percent, one percent on all the different platforms. Spotify rocketed in within months to having five percent of that chunk, and I'm sure it's gone up since. Mm. And then, uh, and then Google Podcasts went and. <laughs> went and finally gave us the the sort of google app for podcasting which will be sort of pre-installed on on all the google phones and a lot of android phones so suddenly there's a, sort of a central hub um for android users as well so i'm sure that that statistic is going to drop for apple i mean i I would be looking over my shoulder if i was apple on the podcasting front for sure
0: yeah because i think that that all of a sudden now there's a choice and it's not it's not device specific is it? it's not just you have to have an iPhone mm. and all your users are going to be listening on iPhones um yeah one of my one of my favorite podcasts actually is um we need to talk about Julian Rubinstein um he his podcast is pure it's solely on Spotify. it's spotify exclusive oh, okay. and um yeah this podcast is now available on spotify hey. if, uh, if you're listening on spotify hello <laughs> but that's the that's that's the thing it's kind of it's it's easy to just assume that your listeners are are accessing your podcasts on itunes but it might be that they are listening on all sorts of devices now yes in on all on all sorts of apps or platforms i think the big growth um you had to switch your alexa off um is, <laughs> it's going to be the the home speakers the smart speakers isn't
1: it yeah absolutely it's it's I think it's going to be because then it will be really accessible It will be as accessible as turning on a radio station. And that's been the problem for quite a few years with podcasting, especially here in the UK, is there's been a bit of a discoverability issue mm. in that you have to get an app and then you have to find the show and then you have to press the button. And that's why um, in a lot of the training I do, I'm I'm baffled by people that aren't on every platform Um because it's it's one click setup, but it's there's not many chances for you to get someone to listen. So say I'm down the pub with with a friend, and I say, oh, th- you're this this is a comedy football podcast. You will love it. You love football. You like laughing. You'll love this. And they say, oh, okay, can I get it on Spotify? Oh, actually no, it's not it's not on Spotify yet. But if you download this app here, and then you type in this title into the top, and then you press the picture that's in blue, and then you press the subscribe mm. button, and then you'll be able to listen. That friend's gonna go yeah yeah, I'll do that and then yeah. when they walk away they go and I'm never doing that that's way too much like
0: hard work I don't even think they even think that they go yeah yeah totally totally and then they can just it's just like poof, it just disappears just, until they yeah. sort of see it six months later and they think they've discovered it for themselves <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah exactly right and so I mean some of the good hosts out there good podcasting hosts will do the majority of the work of getting all of your your podcast on almost every platform. Yeah. Spotify included now. Um, everything else from Google Play to Google Podcasts, all the Android apps which are worth mentioning as well because there are hundreds of of other apps for podcasting that isn't just Apple or isn't just Google Podcasts. I mean Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Casts, uh, and there's some really really great ones out there depending on what you like to do. Yeah. And I think but it's easy I to think...
0: assume, isn't it? Sorry, I was going to say it's yeah, easy to on. assume that people are on Apple, but there are a lot of platforms out there and a lot of apps that people can use. So it makes sense to make yourself available and as many as possible.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think the thing is is that if you launched a new chocolate bar, you just wouldn't have it in just Sainsbury's, would you? You'd have it in Sainsbury's, Tesco's, Waitrose. Although, uh, I, I was... <laughs> can't think of any American examples of supermarkets. I don't know buildings. how
0: international my audience is right now, but um, uh, <laughs> well, you just like uh, Walmart. There we go.
1: Walmart—that's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah. Um, yeah. You would have it in everywhere um, because otherwise you're just cutting out a large chunk of of, of the world, if you like, and mm. and so it's exactly the same. But you're right. Things like smart speakers are going to make it much more easily available. They're coming into almost every home now. I mean, the Alexa is what, 35 quid? They're practically giving them away so that mm-hmm. they can get the market. Google Home's amazing. Apple's about to launch theirs. Um, and even things like on on car dashboards. I mean, the US is sort of miles ahead of us on podcast listening statistics. Mm-hmm. But they've had the Apple dashboard or the Google dashboard with a podcast app coming out on car dashboards for way longer than us. Yeah. And so a lot of their cars come pre-installed with a big button that says podcast. Mm-hmm. And that just makes it accessible, uh, way more accessible as well. And, and if you have your car wired up, your phone wired up to your car with Bluetooth, you can get in the car now and say, hey Siri, put put this podcast on in it. There it that, is.
0: That that blew me away because I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the, kind of the, the, the platform that I've this podcast was kind of kicked off on but the thing that blows me away is I, I I've just made sure my phone switched off before I say this but I just have to say hey Siri play the people like us do things like this podcast and bang yeah next door because I use it in my car it's plugged into the audio and there's the I don't have to touch anything and that kind of stuff blows me away because anybody who's tried in the last 10 years to kind of subscribe to podcasts and all that malarkey of click here press that button download and all that stuff it The barriers to entry, the barriers to access have all fallen away, like Theresa May's Brexit strategy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but even that word feels old now, subscribe. Like if it's I thought you were going to say Brexit. <laughs> well, yeah, that does. It's very tired, isn't it? But um, yeah. if subscribe. you think of the word subscribe, like when when I was a child, I especially you know, subscribe was something you did to magazines and mm-hmm. you paid fifteen quid, two ninety nine for the first one, then you need to pay 15 quid for the others to get the other parts of that stupid thing you were trying to collect. <laughs> but, um, but that's what it meant, subscribing to a magazine costs, subscribing to newspapers costs. And so even that word feels like it shouldn't be there now because to people, uh, of my age and above it sounds like it should be it's something that costs and it oh. isn't it's free now so right. it's a yeah even that word feels a bit icky.
0: yeah and i think that there was this um uh, there's the other thing as well is from the point of view of the notion of subscribing obviously what it means is that you don't actually have to actively go and get it it's brought yes. to you and i think that's really important particularly if you want to have that continuity of the experience um but also from a from a podcaster perspective, to make sure you've got that continuity of listenership. But and I think it's a, a bit of a kind of like a proviso is that only recently am I right in thinking that because Apple as a platform were very kind of tight lipped about s- subscriber numbers because I think everybody kind of like yeah. how many people are listening to my podcast. So if you have got some sort of up to date numbers on on things like that?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was the beginning of the year that um, Apple released st- access to statistics, um, and I think they're still called beta stage statistics, so they're not absolutely perfect. I think it only works for people on iPhone Seven Plus like onwards, or iPhone Six onwards, and only if they've got OS Eleven and that sort of thing. But there are some finally some statistics from Apple, which we've been asking for for like ten years, <laughs> um, and there are some indications of subscriber numbers uh the the stat that interests me the most in there is the duration of of time that people are listening to these um and we talked about video earlier and and video is great if you want to do a how-to video youtube's your man because that's where everyone goes how to change oil on a car how to to change spark plug in an oil mower that's where you go but um there's something to be said for podcasting. If you look at Facebook videos, the percentage or the time for a successful view under Facebook statistics is three seconds unless you change it. Hmm. But that that's suggesting that someone only has to watch three seconds to get value from your video and you've got 2000 viewers on it. And it's like, Oh wow, 2000 people know who I am. And the chances are really that it's a lot lower than that. Whereas three seconds, out of a four-minute video is a very tiny percentage. Whereas with the Apple statistics, it's shown with podcasting as a whole on average, people are listening to about 80% of content. So if that's a half an hour podcast, that's a good over 20 minutes of you. Yeah, And so... There may be less numbers listening. There may be less people subscribing, but they're getting more of you, and they're getting more access to whatever it is you're trying to do, your brand, or just you in general. So I think it's far more successful than, well, it's far more successful than a three-second Facebook video, anyway.
0: Well, yeah, because I think that it means that people are engaged. I mean, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. It was like how sticky as a, as a, as a kind of like a brand positioning and a brand awareness tool. Um, how sticky podcasting is. Uh, you talked about Mark Maron. There are other mm. podcasts where people listen to the podcast for an hour. Tim Ferriss, his podcasts are yeah. generally an hour plus, And people tune into that regularly and they listen to the whole thing. Um, one of my other favourites, No Such Thing As A Fish, 40, mm. 45 minutes to an hour long. And every week I listen to it from beginning to end utterly absorbed. And that's so powerful because the kind of like getting the mind space i mean this is maybe sort of a bit more of a biz- a business kind of marketing kind of perspective um mm. but getting the mind space of an audience for that length of time it's it's unheard of in in other platforms isn't it
1: No, well, only only Netflix has really pulled it off, haven't they? They To get you to binge watch TV shows, and we're now doing the same with podcasts. We're binge listening to them. If it's a really, you think of serial, even a couple of years ago. Oh my word! I've (laughs) binge listened to things like that, S Town, and that's unheard of in youtube videos really I, can't, I don't know anyone that goes into work the next day and go oh i'm knackered i was binge watching youtube videos last night well they do it's say that, that they, but that's just they were like just watching of people fall off of skateboards probably <laughs> um but yeah you binge watch a series and so it's just a binge listen to a series so it, i think it's incredibly sticky i mean there's there's an amazing statistic that's it's for america because we haven't got this kind of stats in the uk yet but they say that um i think it's something like 41 million adults have listened to a podcast um but if you look at the household 60 million of those households label themselves not as listeners but as avid fans Mm -hmm. they ticked the box for avid fans and they that was the exact wording of the question that sent was sent out on this study that's incredible and that really shows that when people like podcasts they really love them and Mm. they consume again and again an hour every single week even if it's just 15 minutes every single day look at entrepreneur on fire by John Lee dumas mm-hmm. and that came out many many years ago but there are still people that listen every single day even five years later
0: yeah and also the fact um, that they're, they're subscribed so it pops up it's there in front of you you don't have yeah. to do anything and then you just plug in and yeah. uh that's been fascinating um because i've just we kind of like hit over the 30 minute mark and it's nice when we kind of have a good conversation with somebody and I've really enjoyed talking to you and I hope the listeners yeah, will get some value from it because obviously you know it's not that hard is it it's not that hard no
1: no the barriers have really been broken down to entry I mean I was doing a talk a year ago where I made the entire thing on a phone Hmm. um and I was using like the GarageBand app in there and then I was mixing it down and uploading it to Libs, in the podcasting host company and that sort of thing but I mean you're using Anchor now which has broken down those barriers even more I think it's
0: it's staggering and I think it wasn't it's like with a lot of things when you come across a tool and and there's that uh, there's that oh shiny thing (laughs) and then you think it's brilliant and then you're not quite sure how to use it and then you don't use it Having, done, having spent like many Google years... Plus. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Um, having spent many years kind of, first of all, kind of figuring out how to do it and then going through all the kind of routines and the uploading and the editing and all that kind of different software use for it, I was astonished by how simple Anchor was as a platform. Um, it meant that you just say the words, click a button, and not only is it uploaded, Anchor will post it to all those other platforms. It's mm. astonishing. I haven't had to do anything, and my podcast is now available on Stitcher. It's available on Google. It's available on Spotify. As I said, it's available on Apple. And you don't have to faff around at all. Now, the thing is, that the, the the point that I want to make is that, well, first of all, we're, we're recording this properly. <laughs> we're <recording, laughs> we're like professionals. Like, yes. um, but you can make a podcast and get it out there with absolutely minimum effort. Yes. Um you can then as time goes on level up and get the kit. Can't you? Um yeah. but the tool has come up this tool's got I, I really do believe it's it's a it's a disrupting a relatively new industry isn't it i think it's upset a few mm. of the big boys hasn't it?
1: it it certainly has and and that's the objective of anything that wants to disrupt an injury an injury an industry um well you look at uber i mean we've all used it but if you get in any black cab around the country in the uk they all sit there and slag it off trying to get you to delete the app mm. it disrupts things and and that's what what has done and and whilst my verdict's sort of still out on because i haven't physically tested it out myself i think anything that adds profile to a, to this industry to the podcasting industry is an absolute must. It's a great thing. And I've been saying this in my training for a long time, especially to people I'm training in Britain, mm-hmm. is that we, as soon as we get a to do list, as soon as we get an Amazon wish list of kit that we need to buy, those lists suddenly turn into an excuse list because mm-hmm. the British people are very good at excuses. And it means that suddenly you've gone, oh, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast. New, re- New Year's resolution. I'm starting a podcast. It's going to be great. And then a month, the week goes by, and then it's two months, and then you miss the delivery of the Amazon man, and then it's a year, and you think, I haven't done it mm. and and it could have been the best idea that no one else was doing or no one was certainly wasn't doing you and then it was it's gone that yeah. opportunity's gone and and so I always say and that was part of that validation talk I was doing earlier was that release here's a marketing term a minimum viable product if you like it's it, but the the it, what it means is release a very cheap free way of doing it whether it's anchor whether it's on a phone whether it's you just recording it on a phone and sticking it into youtube but just get the content out there and and you'll quickly find out um if it's it's as sticky as podcasting is
0: yeah yeah because that, that that was phenomenal that having spent one of the things that really put me off recording more podcasts, or why I had, why I really struggled to keep up with any kind of rhythm, was the faffery that went into it all, <laughs> the the editing, the uploading, the, the descriptions, and the mm. all that malarkey. I I it, I managed to get a pod. I think it was maybe episode two. Um, I managed to get that up, and no, no, it was the first one. First one, that's right. Yeah, because I thought I've got the interview ready pull it all together, get it up. I did that in less time than it took me to write a blog post. Yeah. It was it was like an hour turnaround. And that's that's staggering, having been through the whole process of, and knowing how long it actually takes. And I think that's one of the things when, when you have digital natives that are so used to tech, um, you need to have experienced what it was like before the tech to really appreciate how good <laughs> yeah. it is sometimes
1: yeah absolutely well you need to have had to get up and change the dial on your television to really be amazed that netflix can deliver you a, an episode of only falls and horses in 10 seconds yeah. yeah
0: on your phone and then you switch off your phone and turn on tv and it's still in the same place as it was tell you what yeah. you've just you've just kind of aged yourself completely i've no idea what you're talking about Grandma. <laughs> <around there. laughs> chris it's been fantastic chatting to you and i'd love to do Thank another you. one in the not too distant future yeah, um anytime. because it's always great to speak to people who've got a real passion for the subject and also who are passionate about helping other people get the most out of it um if anybody wants to get in touch with you how can they find you on tut internets
1: Onto Internet. Uh, yeah. WWW. No, go on, there, go on there and find anything on social. Um, I'm Chris Huskins over there. Um, obviously, I think if you are into podcasting, if you want to start, if you just want to chat and hang out, um, the pod tips community on Facebook is the place to go. Just search all one word pod tips. Yes. Um, And someone sent me a a lovely image um, which they said they were going to put on a T-shirt. It was Pod Tips. Just the tips. (laughs) (laughs) I thought when you said lovely image, I just like shuddered to think what they sent you.
0: (laughs) Um, And also, actually, the the Pod Tips community is great. I'm a member of it. And uh, Mm. shout out to Alex Whiteley. Hello, dude. Um, Yeah, lovely guy. He's a great guy. Um, He invited me on a couple of his um, weekly bizarre podcasts, which is my definitely not safe for work podcast. But it was a part of that (laughs) transition. Um, uh, <clears throat> and it's Thorskin podcast. So big shout to yeah. him,
1: and it's yeah. So guy.
0: if you are interested in, join the Facebook group and check out your pod tips pro that's coming soon
1: yeah so the next level up when you have tested things with with anchor or um, a minimum viable product or even if you want to be taken through those early processes I've, i've got seven ideas i don't know how to narrow it down the pod tips pro membership which launches next week um goes through plan build and grow the three stages and so there's a course in that but the biggest thing for me is that it is every month help and support one-to-one you get one-to-one time every month with that and um, through open hours and so it's not just a course that you pay a load of money for and it leaves you after a day thinking that you're going to be the next Big podcaster, it's continual support, and that's why I wanted to do it. So, yeah, podtips.pro Pro, and if you're listening to this in the next couple of weeks after it's released, uh, PodTips Pro forward slash half price offer gets you half price monthly subscription. So it's oh, only fifteen go. quid.
0: That sounds like I should say it's like. And today's episode is brought to you by PodTips Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, excellent. Um. Well, there we go. We, um, we've licked our wounds um, after last night's uh, defeat at the World Cup. Life moves on. It's still a lovely summer. So thanks for listening in, folks. And until the next time, I've been Neil Humphrey. And I've been Chris. Bye for now.